The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Epstein Jackson gets the hand off, runs in that big hole, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, dies for the goal line, touchdown, 43 yards. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to kickoff is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini football. Back to pass. Throws pass to get it. Intercepted. Dillshawn Phillips on his feet at the 30. Still going 35-40. Up the left sideline. 50-45. Tonight, the Illini are back home under the lights of Memorial Stadium to open the Big Ten season against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Kick on the way. Plenty of distance. It is. Now, from historic Memorial Stadium, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And it is Friday night, so of course, time for Big Ten football. Good evening, everybody. Welcome into our Fighting Illini game day coverage and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I am Scott Beatty. Yes, a little unusual, but tonight the Illini are playing a primetime game from Memorial Stadium against the 10th-ranked Nittany Lions, Penn State undefeated 3-0 after rolling to a 63-10 win over Kent State last week. And the Illini are 2-1 this season, coming off a 25-19 loss last Saturday in Chicago to South Florida, a game that the Illini led until the final minutes. It is a spectacular early fall, if you want to call it, late summer, last day of summer evening here outside Memorial Stadium. Just a few clouds overhead. A little chill, but it's mostly comfortable. What a great atmosphere for a ball game, huh? And people have been out here for a long time. I was able to see the walkthrough with Levy and the gang about two hours before the game, and, and uh, now we got Lou Henson and Jim Grabowski and, and a lot of others signing autographs behind us. It's a, it's a great night. That, indeed, that is Lauren Tate, of course, and we're here with the opening drive brought to you by Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events and the Warden Martin Buick GMC Service and this is a fantastic atmosphere, but a lot of football fans' question tonight is who's going to start at quarterback. And Well, I don't we, think I think it will probably be uh, the freshman Rivers, but I, I don't know for sure. I mean, if, if Bush is healthy, he can play, then he'll be in there. But I just don't know because as of the early part of the week, Bush wasn't ready. Now, did he get ready on Thursday and Friday? I can't answer that. Yeah, nobody nobody seems to can't, and, and that in fact is plays the Illini's advantage when it comes to what Penn State has to prepare for, right? I well, mean, yeah, I know, but you know, basically you prepare for the either one. I mean, there will be more running if if Bush is the quarterback, but again, if Bush has got a, 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 a hamstring that isn't a hundred percent, then you wouldn't run as much. So I don't know. Indeed, there's been some interesting games here over the uh, history between these two teams, the Illini and Penn State. Illini lost the last time out, but then four years ago here at Memorial Stadium, Illinois wins on a field goal by David Reisner, 16-14. Yep. to 14. The last time Lauren, Illinois, beat a ranked Penn State team was the 2007 season. They yep. weren't a top-10 team then, but I think they were 21. Yeah, we turned the opening kickoff, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, and that, of course, was the Rolls Bowl season. Yeah. They went on to beat yeah. Ohio State as well. Yeah. Some memorable games is what you go back to 1994. 
And the Illini led that one. Kevin Hardy and Simeon Rice were all the best. They still call that in Pennsylvania the march. 98, 98 yards. Kerry yep. Collins led that uh, yep. squad. Of course, that was Penn State's uh, march to the national championship yep. as well. Yep. Back so, in the paternal days. Yep. So we're off and running here. That's the opening drive underway on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois retirement specialists. We come back in a moment with the first word from Brian Barnhart. Also a conversation with linebacker Delshawn Phillips. That's next on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Friday night football on tap here for Illinois, opening the Big Ten slate against Penn State. Kickoff about 8.05. We're in Grange Grove. Still to come, we'll hear from the two head coaches, Lovey Smith and James Franklin. But right now, time for the first word brought to you by Warden Martin Buick, GMC Service, and Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. How about this atmosphere as Brian Barnhart joins us? Yeah, we got dueling bands. Right? <laughs> you sit here in the middle, you don't know which one to listen to. So, yeah, it's a great crowd. All the tents in here. This is, uh, I think, what they envisioned, guys, when they came up with Grange Grove. It's kind of what we're seeing tonight. I mean, where it's just active and festive and people are – Playing catch with footballs and listening to music. And Whatever you want to say about Friday night football, boy, this is special tonight. It, it, it is. It doesn't happen very often in, no. for Illinois to play a Friday night game, and I know it conflicts with high schools, but my goodness, what an atmosphere tonight. Yeah. And, look, and, look at the line for the autographs. And, Terrific. Well, and, and this is, there's been a few of these autograph tents here last few weeks for former players, but this is the Hall of Famers. Lou Henson was the first here to arrive, and instantly it became the longest line we've seen. <laughs> and now Selena Monde yeah. Milner, Tanya Williams, Dave Downey uh, hasn't arrived yet, but Lou Henson is here. Jim Grabowski, Darren Fletcher, Nancy Brookhart Charon, Tara Hurlis all signing autographs. It's a special night. Yeah, special it really night is. You know, good to see them, and uh, a lot of history sitting here behind us. You bet. So, so. Yeah. Well, Brian, what are the things you're watching for going into tonight's game? Well, I just want to see more of the, you know, that first half. Last year, last week at Soldier Field was one of the more complete first halves we've seen in quite a while around here. And you could see when Lovey Smith was with the Bears, there was a characteristic of the identity of the teams. You know, you ran the ball really well, you uh, played well on special teams, and you got turnovers. And you saw all three of those coming together uh, in that first half. And, I, and a lot of fans were, we were down in an area there at Soldier Field where people could turn around and fist bump us or high five us and they're like lovey ball it's lovey ball you know because they were really liking it and of course the uh, south florida came back at the end but i think you could caught a little glimpse of what they have in mind when it's working on all cylinders this is a marquee opponent you know trace mcsorley he's thrown around with heisman candidate type things that they don't have a saquon saquon barkley though anymore do they uh, well it, here's what uh, steve jones the great play-by-play -play guy for uh, Penn State said, he said, uh, Saquon Barkley made everybody better last year, obviously. He said, but the one guy that made Barkley better was McSorley. Yep. And I think that's saying a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a big statement. And James Franklin, he, he has never been unsuccessful wherever he's gone as a head coach, going no. back to Vandy, Vanderbilt and now with Penn State. Well, if you can win at Vanderbilt, they compete in the SEC, obviously, and if you can win at a fairly high level there and get them to a bowl game, you're doing something. He was on the field, by the way. He was wandering with uh, his detail, a couple of security guys, but he went into the north 
end zone area where all the displays are just to look around a little bit earlier. So he was kind of getting the feel of the place. I also ran into Tim Banks, by the way, heading down the stairs. Good to see Tim, a great guy. and Former uh, Illini former defensive coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, so it was good to see him again. I think the key today is we're going to get a couple guys back in that secondary, Hobbs and Williams. And I, I know that it's important to get a pass rush because in, no matter who you have in the secondary, you've got a problem if you don't get that. But uh, I think they'll add something. And it gives you a depth in the secondary that, that they desperately need. Yeah, and I think the, you know, Quan Martin, for instance, has developed into he's a really gonna, good he's corner already. play anyway. <laughs> so you've learned a little bit yeah. with these guys being gone in a couple of games that you're expected to win. And, and they played well in the game last week as well. So the one question with the guys that are coming back, if they are unsuspended, is, you know, is there rust there or are they ready to go? They've been practicing, but they haven't been in a game yet. Well, the whole thing is, is coordination in the secondary. What we missed on the next to last play or the last play that uh, yeah. that uh, South Florida ran on the touchdown was a lack of court. It wasn't the fact that the guy couldn't couldn't cover the guys. that They got mixed up. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's why it's important to have veteran guys in there that have some experience at it and know what to do. Well, and they play together. It's like an offensive line. When you start shuffling guys in in the course of a game, you get a little bit out of sync, and it's a different kind of coverage. But in the secondary, it's – knowing what this guy's supposed to do and where he needs to be. And when you're throwing guys in there left and right. They you know, count on each other. They count on each other. And when you, you, know, you get exposed sometimes. Should be a fun night to watch some football. Brian, appreciate it. We'll look forward to hearing from you. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that's, it. That's the first word brought to you by Warden Martin Buick GMC and Harriet's Rents, Tents, and Events. Mr. Tate, enjoy it. Thank you. We come back in uh, a minute with the keys of the game, but first I want to tell you about Illinois linebacker senior Delshawn Phillips. He's been a force on defense. He's second on the team with 24 tackles, has a team-best two interceptions. I sat down with him for a few minutes. Couldn't help but notice his nearly dozen wristbands devoted to causes for justice, combating rare disease, faith, and lost loved ones. Here's a few minutes with the team captain from Detroit. Short drop, looking to throw Barrett in trouble, running left, heaves it to the end zone, it's deflected and maybe intercepted. The Illini have come up with it. Delshawn Phillips, who had a tremendous year last year as a junior, they're looking for bigger things as a senior. So you're a socially minded person, does yeah, that be accurate? Yeah, try to stay in the loop for the most part. Is that something you find a lot of your teammates are trying to do too? Or are you trying to help bring them into that as well? Uh, a lot of guys, you know, just do it on their own, you know. Some guys, you know, just like, actually some guys more involved than me, you know. I just, I'm on the outside looking in. This guy's that actually, you know, go to them type of uh, protests or whatever the case may be or actually, you know, I heard raising funds for, for rare diseases on, on their off time, you know. I'm just about I try to stay in the loop, but not, not too much because of time constraints, really. Uh, have you thought about what the platform is you have as a Division One athlete and it may have in the future as well, and how do you want to use that? Uh, yeah, I think about it. I, I use my platform really, really in my home neighborhood, you know, showing showing guys where I'm from that, you know, we can make it out our situations, you know. We may be less privileged or in, in not a great environment, but we, we it's, it's a way out, you know. Just stay stay doing what you're doing, whatever the case may be, school, work, whatever it is, and stay at it. And, you know, keep your prayers to God and let life take you on. So a lot of guys have different, a lot of different options. Let's say besides, wouldn't take them down a good path there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's kind of the ratio of guys that don't make it out to guys that do is, is, a, is a lot to a little. You know, I think uh, 
Well, my family blessed. I had an uncle that played, you know, Division One football, went on to the Canadian League. But a lot of guys in his era who I really looked up to, a lot of them guys was good at sports, but just, you know, couldn't get past the streets, you know. And I'm just, I'm just say, my family may just be blessed, you know, we beat the curse, you know, a couple of us did, I should say. I have cousins that was good at sports, but just, you know, couldn't get past the streets, let it take over their lives. I'm just happy, you know, my parents, you know, stayed on me, raised me right, made sure I stayed focused, and I'm here today. Did you ever feel the pull towards the streets? Uh, the year I took off is really, you know, the year that I took my mindset and said, all right, this is not what I want to do. You know, I don't want to be in Highland Park my whole life. I love my city dearly, but it's just something, you know, I didn't want to wake up to that scene every day. You know, I wanted to live a bigger life, and I had I had talent to do so. I decided it's time for me to use it. I feel like asking you about football now is almost uh, a secondary thing, but it's a big part of your life. You've been using your platform to grab some interceptions, too. How does that feel? Uh, it feel good, you know, to get my hands on the ball as a defender. You know, it's always good when you get your hands on the ball. As much as I wanted to score last weekend, I came up short, but I'm looking forward to the day I get an end zone. <laughs> A lot of yards USF gained, but at the same time, until the fourth quarter, they didn't score a lot of points. Is that kind of the mindset of this defense a little bit, bend, don't break? That's it's kind of our mindset. We don't really want to do too much bending. You know? we, we, we bended a little too much last week. The results showed you know, too many, I don't know how many yards they had. It was too many to count, actually. That's just, just something we got to focus on, being fundamentally sound. You know, Not wait till they get down and be like, all right, let's lock in now. Don't let them score. Like, you know, lock in on P and T as soon as they get the ball. You know, let's, let's be focused right then and there. Penn State, eager to play them. They're a challenge. Yeah, definitely. You know, a great team overall, physical up front, fast on the outsides, fundamentally sound, just a great team. I feel like you've got something you guys can showcase on a Friday night. Yeah, just show that, you know, we got the confidence and we got the ball players to be able to play in them type of games, you know. This is not a runover type team, you know. We got guys that's out there willing to make plays, ready to make plays, and that's what we're going to show. Blake Barnett goes to work, back to pass. Throws, pass to Delshon, intercepted! Intercepted Delshon Phillips on the deflection, on his feet at the 30. Still going 35-40, up the left sideline, 50 Our thanks to Delshawn Phillips. When we come back, the keys to the game, Martin O'Donnell will join us. We're outside at Grange Grove, outside Memorial Stadium. It's Fighting Illini game day. It's Fighting Illini game day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. And welcome back outside Memorial Stadium at Grange Grove, Illinois and Penn State. Coming up, former All-American lineman Martin O'Donnell is here. You've uh, seen an upset or two. You've been a part of an upset again for yeah. a pretty highly ranked. It was at the time. Several. Penn, Penn yeah. State was yeah. ranked in 2007. They were, yeah. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet they are. Uh, welcome down here. First of all, you like this atmosphere? Great. Yeah, great, great atmosphere. It's a fantastic kind of uh, – clash of cultures we got the dj over here and we got country over there i was just kind of standing up on the steps and just letting both of them just wash over me and i'm right here in the middle i'm trying yeah. to be a little bit of both there you go <laughs> uh hey the line are gonna have their hands full that's no secret um how is playing against a quarterback like a trace mcsorley different if at all than preparing for any other quarterback 
you know, I, th- I think when you're playing against a guy like Trace McSorley, who I think is one of the best quarterbacks in the country, your margin for error defensively shrinks. So when you have guys, if they're a, a step late on coverage or they take the cheese a little bit on a fake, Trace McSorley is the kind of guy that will make you pay. So that that's really it. It's a matter of getting tight coverage. It's a matter of everybody being sound defensively. And then he's also dangerous as a runner too. So not only is he the best passer by far that Illinois has faced this year, but he's also going to be the best runner at quarterback. Tell me about the offensive line. What have you liked in their progression through three weeks? I like what the offensive line has done a lot. I mean, they're starting to gel together. Anytime you get five new guys starting at different positions, it's all about cohesion. It's about chemistry. I think they've done a really nice job in the running game, averaging over 240 yards on the ground. That's what Illinois has to do to form that identity. I think they can shore some things up in the pass protection, and I think they would tell you that. But I think some of that is mental, and I'd rather have the mental errors because those are more easily correctable. I see an offensive line unit that can play against any defensive line in the conference. MJ Rivers, we don't know who's going to start tonight, but if MJ Rivers is behind center, what's his next step? A lot of people have commented on his poise, Mm -hmm. but it's same time it seemed like there were reads he missed last week yeah well I think that's going to happen when you have a true freshman at quarterback they're they're not going to play that perfect game I think what he needs to do is just stay within himself do what he did last week what he didn't do is turn the ball over that's what you got to give him a lot of credit didn't turn the ball over didn't try to make too many plays it's a matter of just trusting his playmakers trusting in his offensive line let the rest of the guys lead you Let's get to our keys to the game. They're brought to you by Culligan of Muhammad. Hard water in your home. Culligan of Muhammad has been treating water since 1948. Culligan is the better water company. Google Culligan of Muhammad today or call Jeremy at 217-586-2313. I think one of the big keys here tonight offensively is Illinois needs to convert their third down opportunities, keep those drives alive, and finish them with touchdowns. We saw it come back and bite them last week against South Florida. They have to finish with seven against Penn State. I'll go uh, maybe too simplistic, but... Keep it close. I feel like if the line is close in in into the fourth quarter, then anything can happen yeah. on a Friday night magic. Absolutely. That's what it is. Thanks a lot, Martin. Thanks, Enjoy Scott. the call up there. We'll, we'll talk to Martin. We'll hear from him in just a little bit. Keys to the game also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Next up, Coach's Corner, Lovey Smith and James Franklin, two head coaches who are squaring off for the first time. That's coming up next, Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Welcome back to the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Illinois football opening up Big Ten play tonight against Penn State here at Memorial Stadium. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Coach's Corner also brought to you by Clark Lindsay. The Nittany Lions are undefeated and ranked number 10 in the country. Alana head coach Lovey Smith says they have plenty of strengths. Uh, how about we start with the quarterback? We're sorely heck of a player. He's mobile. Uh, he's accurate throwing the ball. He's a good athlete. Plays with a you know defensive mentality. Uh, running game wise, yeah, they don't you know Barkley in there anymore, but uh, they're stable of running backs. Good wideouts, line. Just kind of go down the list. You know they have good players at most of their positions. Other side of the football, starts up front, athletic, size, all of that. Yes, the Illini are considered underdogs, but Smith still relishes this opportunity. These are the kind of games, you know, where we are with our program, we look forward to this challenge. And when you play an opponent like this, you want to play them at home, we're going to show up excited about seeing exactly 
how much improvements we can make and how we come back from adversity. Normally that sends you one way or the other. Just no direction it's going to send us. The last time the Illini beat a top 10 ranked program was 2007 and the famous upset of number one Ohio State. That's also the last season in which the Illini beat Penn State when the Nittany Lions were ranked in the top 25. In a moment, Penn State head coach James Franklin will hear how he sizes up Illinois and his thoughts on the significance of facing Lovey Smith. Penn State head coach James Franklin is in his fifth season in Happy Valley and he's steering a 10th ranked squad. He sees one area, though, that's critical for his team in this game against Illinois. They've gotten a turnover in 17 straight games. Um, they have not turned the ball over this year, one of only a few programs in the country that, have, that has done that. And they've gotten multiple turnovers in almost every game you know, this season. So that, that's going to be the storyline of the game. Um, you know, that, that's what they're doing a really good job of. Tonight's matchup is a meeting of the only two black head coaches in the Big Ten. Currently, just one in ten head coaches at the FBS level is black. Franklin says he'd like that conversation to be a topic of the past, but advancement has been made, and he credits Lovey Smith. I remember thinking back as an assistant when Tony Dungy and Lovey were playing against each other in a Super Bowl, and I said, you know, this this is going to have an impact. Um, and I think it did. You know, I think it did, especially in the NFL. There's a lot of progress that still needs to be made, you know, in college and probably the NFL as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think all that anybody wants is that people have, you know, opportunities. And whether that is people of color, whether that is women, whether that is whatever it may be, that they have opportunities. And at the end of the day, that the most qualified people um, get the job. And that if you are going to take a chance or a risk on someone that maybe is less qualified, that, again, the same opportunities are there. So, um, you know, I think for me, I kind of look at guys like Lovey kind of coming up in this profession as kind of role models and mentors for me from a distance. Tonight is the first time Franklin and Lovey Smith square off as head coaches, but it's the third time Franklin faces the Illini. He's gone one and one in two prior contests. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Clark Lindsay, where residents come first, celebrating 40 years. Also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. And Illinois and Penn State getting ready for action here. We are just over an hour from kickoff. Let's go back down memory lane back to 2014, the last time these two teams met here at Memorial Stadium. Right about a 36-yard attempt. I'm not watching. Here comes the snap. Here comes the kick for the lead, potentially the win. It's good! The Illini take the lead, 16 to 14, with eight seconds left. And the Illini would win that ball game, 16 to 14. Who knows? A little Friday night magic, perhaps, for the Illini is an upset in the works. We will find out. Looking at uh, Illinois volleyball, the Illini took set one against the Purdue Boilermakers, 25-19. They're in action right now on our sister station. News Talk 1400 DWS. The only other football game of note here tonight, UCF, the Knights of Central Florida hosting FAU. Everything else is tomorrow in the Big Ten. Minnesota and Maryland, Boston College at Purdue, Buffalo is at Rutgers, Nebraska at Michigan, Tulane's at Ohio State. 
Michigan State and Indiana, and in a game that may very well determine the West Division, Wisconsin and Iowa. That'll do it for the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. More with Steve Kelly, Brian Barnhart, Martin O'Donnell coming up. I'll be back with you for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join us right here on Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, a News Gazette media station.